Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Shankly Sessions, the Liverpool podcast we bring you each and every day. And this is your match reaction, Newcastle versus Liverpool. Certainly, I was um, a little bit interested. I'm a lot better now, but when I seen that lineup, I was, uh, let's say, just a little bit worried. But, I mean, certainly it would have raised a few eyebrows. Certainly not the lineup I thought Jorgen would have gone with, but sure, who am I to question the gaffer? But it worked. It worked, and um, but it was a it was an interesting game to say the least. Um, very very dominant we were in terms of possession, but also in terms of um, chances created and shots and stuff like that. But just couldn't get that second and third goal just to make it a lot more calmer heading into the last say fifteen minutes. Uh, for Newcastle, it was an interesting one. Eddie Howe deploying an attacking lineup and certainly went out there. Um, they went out to try and uh, create the press against us um, but us being so wily veterans now of the press we know that if a team wants to create the press against us that's fine we'll just go counter attack so we always have those options there um, I was a little bit concerned about the midfield in there um, sometimes I pinch myself and I go why I don't really know why um, you know why would I question someone like James Milner? And we'll get to him and the player ratings. Don't worry about that. And during the review. Um, but yeah, certainly um also looking at the formation up front as well with Diaz, Mane, and Jota seemed to me to be a little bit sort of it was a strange one because obviously Diaz comes in on the left, you would assume, you know, Mane will continue somewhere around the middle and Jota on the on the on the right. Um but it didn't kind of pan out that way, and it seemed a little bit up front. Apart from Diaz playing out wide a little bit, the other two boys seemed very, very central. Um, but the first 10 minutes, Newcastle deploying a pressing game, which normally would lend us to grabbing a goal or two, um, but didn't. It was, it was kind of back and forth, very intense game. Um, both teams, I think, recognising the importance of the game. For Newcastle, it was like top half of the table. But also, if they put a number of wins under their belt, they did have a chance of coming seventh. And then the European spot, which is unbelievable. And look, you know how high regard I hold Eddie Howe. Well, myself and Darren speak about him literally on a weekly basis. The job he's done there has been absolutely outstanding. So not for one minute do we take these guys, you know, for granted in any way. Um, but... um. Yeah, the refs, the refs seem to let the game go, don't they? There was a lot of body checking that normally you'd see free kicks getting called for and a few crunching tackles went in and stuff like that. So there was a bit of a bite and a drive to the game. Um, and it was good to see the referee letting some of these go. Um, they've obviously been instructed, you know, to let the game get a little bit physical. Um, and we've seen it in recent games. Um, but on 18 minutes... Who else but James Milner crops up with a crunching tackle, wins the ball fairly, may I add, even though uh, the salt from our, uh, our rivals will turn around and go, oh, 100% free kick. But now won the ball fairly. Um, ball finds its way to Keita, who moves across the six-yard box, keepers in no man's land, smashes the ball home, placing it between a number of players standing on the Newcastle line, 1-0 up. Um, so it was game on so Newcastle would have to open up then and then the, then, then the game went through a kind of a period of um, sort of back and forth and sloppiness and you know no one was getting the ball down and controlling the game and stuff like that 
Um, Sam Maximum with a chance on 24 minutes, but Matup was cool as you like, just controlling. I think Matup did an unbelievable job on Sam Maximum uh, today. Um, and I'm sure with some people who went a little bit unnoticed, but he, he basically had him every single time. Um, great job by Joel Matup today on a, on a guy who's a very tricky opponent and a very strong opponent as well. But Matup had the measure of him every time. Uh, 29 minutes as I said the game's a bit haphazard midfield need to bring the ball down get control of the game the game was just moving back and forth it was just like tennis really and no one was taking responsibility out there to take the ball down control it take control of the game and, and, and play it around um, on 30 minutes Diaz absolutely torturing Newcastle I mean he just ran Newcastle ragging on that right side in the first half New class of players just couldn't deal with him at all. And like it's not surprising because very few pay people have been able to deal with him since he came to Liverpool anyway. On 34 minutes, man man a unlucky, just couldn't get the angle. Yeah, keeper saves. Um, and then the speed of the counter now, Newcastle struggling to live with it. It was just we had upped our game at this stage. 37 minutes, hand over the free kick. I was looking at him over that free kick, and he just never seemed to settle on it. He was he was standing over it, but he was just it looked as if he was questioning himself and he was a little bit unsure about it. Then Jota with a chance and then gets booked for protesting. Um, had a great chance for Jota then, but protesting, there was a challenge on Diaz that he went back protesting about. I think it was Joe Linton who went in on him um, and he ended up getting booked. Um, on 45 minutes, Almiron takes a dive. Mata began straight over in his face, having none of that, you know. First half ended 1-0 to Liverpool. Possession 72-38 to the Reds. Shots 8-2. Solid from Liverpool. Albeit in the middle of the half, it was a little bit haphazard, but really, really solid from the boys today. Um, slight nervousness from Newcastle, um, I sensed, which is unusual for Eddie Howe's side. It was as if they kind of went out and didn't have the self-belief in themselves that they could get the win. And were kind of kind of trying to protect the score line maybe I think but they should have been boiled when they seen the starting lineup because that wouldn't have been the starting lineup they either Eddie Howe would have looked for either um, so I was surprised that they didn't have um, you know have a proper goal they just seemed a bit nervous at times in possession things seemed a little bit rushed and all over the place that was really the story of the first half second half starts no changes from either side um, more of the same both teams really aggressive in the tackle Newcastle again pressing again trying to up the tempo which really plays into Liverpool's hands again because not only have we got the press game and I, and I love watching the press game when we press I don't know if people picked up on it today but when the ball say went into the keeper or went into the last defender in the middle Jota was sprinting through the middle onto him but as Jota sprints through onto that last defender or the keeper the two boys pull wide in uniform at the same time to mark the two boys, giving them no out. And it just today there was just a like a not an overhead, but you could see it evolve. And it was like Jota went and the two boys just spread left and right. And it was great. Like it, it, it gave me a better understanding of the whole press game and stuff like that. So it was really good. Um 51 minutes, Joe Gomez gets booked. Um Got turned by Willock and um, didn't have much of a choice, had to pull him down. So got booked for that. Um, 54 minutes, some sloppy passing from Liverpool, but a free kick at the edge of the box, Newcastle for Newcastle, and it was blocked. Um, this was the one, I think this was the header off Milner. 
Um, and then he went down as it was a head injury, but um, people were questioning that and stuff like that. But if you take a if you take a free kick full force in the head or in the header away, you're going to be shook up, and that's a head injury. 58 minutes, Rob over the chance. Had a glorious chance maybe to square that the two boys were in the middle of the box break, basically free, but he took on the shot himself anyway. Um, keeper was kind of all ends up really on it. Um, but there was a great chance to, to put the two boys in in the middle, unlucky. 60 minutes, Shar gets injured, replaced by Lascelles. Um, and on 62 minutes, just wide from Mane after a great run by Gomez. That run by Gomez was absolutely exceptional. Um, ran through a couple of players, squared it to Mane on the run. Mane buried it just wide of the right-hand post. Uh, very unlucky. Should have been 2-0. 64 minutes, Chris Wood comes on for Joe Willock. Um, and on 68 minutes, Mane is booked um, uh, for going in on the keeper. Um, something our friend Sandy O'Mane tends to do at times is go in on a keeper. Um, but uh, gets subbed and gets replaced by Mo Salah. Fabinho also comes on for Hendo. The Liverpool fans are in full voice at this stage. But um, that really upped the game. Fabinho going in there and also Mo Salah coming on it up the game. And I'm sure Newcastle were going, this is not what we wanted to see, especially when they seen the starting lineup. Liverpool tempo really raised, creating chance after chance for Jota and Salah. Salah could have bagged a couple today. He was unlucky, especially the one where he broke, broke through and he was on his own and he left the defender for dead. Normally, you'd expect him to do better with that. But at times when he's in those moments, he just seems to be questioning himself at the moment. Hard to believe. It's nearly like you'd say, nearly like a confidence thing. But would you really question the confidence of Mo Salah? But at the moment, struggling to find the back of the net, really. But today, he should have had. He had, he had a good chance with the one as well that he curled through the defenders as well, trying to find the left-hand side of the goal, went straight to the keeper. And that one today, I think he had broken through. And he wasn't sure. I don't think he was sure what he wanted to do. And he got caught in two minds and ended up doing nothing. Um, 83 minutes again. Uh, or sorry, 78 minutes. Thiago won for Milner. Time to grab hold of the midfield and put the game to bed. At times we kind of controlled it, but at times we kind of gave them a bit of a lifeline where we allowed them with a little bit of dominance on the ball. 83 minutes, we were sloppy in possession again. Needed to get control of the game. Klopp was going absolutely ballistic. 84 minutes, Luis Diaz with a great chance saved by the keeper. Um, but the ref missed a few of these today. I mean, there was a couple of them there, a couple of corners and also a couple of throw-ins that the ref missed today. And they were they were fairly obvious Like when you went back and looked at the replay. On 86 minutes, Murphy comes on for Kraft. Um, and on 89 minutes, Mo Salah, this is the one where he broke through and just left the defender for dead and then the defender sort of caught up with him. But he was in two minds about what he wanted to do and then ended up doing neither. Um, game goes on 90 plus 5 minutes Liverpool just see out the game controlling and moving the ball around the back and holding on to possession game over not a vintage display up front I would say we created a lot of chances but we didn't take them but always at this time of year we were solid at the back and once again at this stage of the season it's all about getting the 3 points on the board going top of the league keeping the title race alive keeping the potential quadruple alive um, and now it's over to Man City, who go to Leeds this evening at half five. Jesse Marsh sounded like in his interview, he sounded like he was up for it and he was going to give it a right go. Hard to know who Man City are going to play. Will they be struggling with injuries and stuff like that? Will they be looking with one eye towards Real Madrid on Wednesday? 
and protect a few players. We certainly made a few changes today. Um, but let's see. Liverpool top of the league, two points ahead. Um, and it's over to um it's over to Man City now to see what they can do about it. So um this this season and this title race, title race, top four race, and relegation battle doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. Um, but certainly for us to be in the title race at this stage, two points ahead, top of the league, certainly that'll put a little bit of pressure on Man City. That coupled with a tough trip to Ellen Road, maybe Leeds might be up for I think Calvin Phillips and all is back for this one. But um, we'll be watching that this afternoon with baited Brett and Odell. Let's go through the ratings. Um, not quite like the other night against Villarreal, where I just said all the boys can have tens. I just this one, Alison Becker with a seven. Didn't have a huge amount to do today. Always comes out and catches the ball well. Made a couple of one-on-one saves when he had to, mainly from offsides and stuff like that. But when called upon, you talk about a guy who plays to the whistle. He's the epitome of a guy who plays to the whistle. Comes out, makes himself big, makes some critical saves for us when we need them because you just never know whether that flag is going to go up or that whistle is going to go. Joe Gomez, I gave an A2 today. Really, really impressive. Um, and his second favourite position, when you think about it, but he was athletic up and down the line all day. You know, made some great tackles. Um, didn't give much away in terms of that side. Newcastle didn't get much going down that side. Made a couple of really good runs forward as well. A little bit unlucky with his, his final ball in and stuff like that. We know his, his final ball is not up there at the level of kind of Trent at the moment. But certainly he likes he likes pushing forward and he likes going through players and stuff like that. And that run he made for that one that Mane should have um, should have put away that he missed at the right post. Um, fantastic run to set up Mane. What more can we say? Give him an eight. Joel Matip was seven, solid as usual. Gave Sam Maximan not an inch on the pitch all day. Controlled him really, really well. He was a tough opponent as well. This is a strong boy, Sam Maximan. Um, but uh, Joel, in a short performance, made it look easy. Virgil, a seven. Um, strong and composed on the ball, as always. Never afraid to receive it in dangerous positions. Um, very clever in his possession and stuff like that. Rarely did out and wrong. Really good covering and stuff like that as well, as you'd expect from Virgil. Another solid display. Andy Robertson. Um, gave Robbo a seven today. Really energetic around the pitch and stuff like that and getting stuck in. Um really didn't really influence the game going forward and stuff like that. I thought today um, his link up play with Diaz was a little bit haphazard and a little bit sporadic or something like that. It wasn't its usual flow. Um, so he struggled. And, and that one where he picked it up and he shot, I think maybe if he had looked up, he'd look back on that and say, yeah, I should have squared it to the two boys. But a seven from Robbo, plenty of energy and um, solid enough performance. Nabi Keita gave an A2. Uh, took his goal really well, moving across the line, stuff like that, to find that opening between the Newcastle players on the line to put it away. The Bradford was all over the place. Um, you know, some decent eye-catching touches on the ball and stuff like that. Um, but at times, t- times I suppose, in the second half, um, just a little bit switched off at times, and that's where... Our passing had broken down a little bit. Lads were just not alert of what people were trying to do. And again, it's probably symptomatic of starting a game with a very changed lineup and then bringing guys on and trying to get them into the game and, and, and building that kind of 
that link up play and stuff like that. But an A for Keita today, a bundle of energy all over the pitch. Um, not dissimilar to uh, uh, the next, uh, not the next man, but Jordan Henderson gave a 6-2 today. Um, I don't know, the midfield, I, I think he's the he's the marshal in there in the midfield and he should be taking control of that game more. And I just found at times today, the game kind of went by him a little bit. Um, got replaced by Fabinho, but look, I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, and it, it was funny to see Trent. Trent was on the bench laughing at the the, the free kick that Hendo took, and I just I just thought that was hilarious. Um, but at times a little bit overcommitted and caught in possession a few times. Um, so not the best day in the world for Hendo, but not the worst. James Milner gave a nine to. What can we say about James Milner? He's like a fine wine. He's getting better with age. I was a little bit concerned, I have to say, at the start when I seen this lineup, and I'm quite happy to say that these boys proved me wrong. Um, but James Milner, yeah, came in. He was a ball of energy. He was dogged. He was getting stuck in exactly what you'd expect from James Milner. And maybe Klopp saying something that the rest of us didn't recognise, that he needed a guy in there to, to do that dogged kicking type of work to break up and um, disjoin, uh, make their play a bit disjointed. Um, and certainly Milner did that. He was all over the place. Um, a great tackle that he put in as well that led to Kate as opener as well. Um, but you know, with James Miller, he always puts his body on the line and stuff like that as well. Never shakes a tackle and stuff like that. Um, the only shame is it's a, it's a pity we didn't have him in his mid twenties. That's all. It's just it's just ages like everything else. Um, but certainly did a great job today coming into a very changed team. Lewis Diaz, I gave a nine to. Um. I think he was really, really good today. I think at times his his um his movement is just unplayable. Um, unlucky when he broke in that time, the one that the keeper saved that the ref didn't see. Um, but uh, could have had a goal or two today. What I like about him as well. Um, I suppose I'd like Lewis Diaz. I'd like him to be a little bit more selfish, and we spoke about this before. He loves playing his teammates in, and he gets as much joy out of an assist or out of a build-up play as he does out of an actual goal himself. Um, and to see his celebration with Kate and stuff like that, he just loves... There's an affection with him in terms of winning, isn't there, and stuff like that. He just You can see it in him how happy it makes him, and there's a bit, there's a bit of madness to him as well. You can see it in him. Um, but yeah, I think his overall today, I think he, he tortured them in the first half and um, random ragged up that right side. Um, second half was a, a, a little less of that, but a bit more controlled. But I think he was looking more to try and play people in and stuff like that because he was picking up the ball out there on that side. And then what he was trying to do, he was trying to cut back in and create stuff and stuff like that. And I, th I think maybe bit more run and direct at people and like I mean because he had the measure of them in the first half but overall really good out for Lewis Diaz another nine there for him absolutely seamlessly fitting into this Liverpool side and so like he's been playing there for years at this stage and as we said before we're a big pre-season under him and a better understanding of his teammates and stuff like that he's going to have a massive season next season Diogo Jota I give an A2 Diogo these days, he's getting a little bit um what way would you say it? He's letting his he's letting his his emotions uh, run ragged a little bit at times and they're overruling his cleverness in his head. Um and for that at times he gets a little bit petulant and a little bit um at times he looks when things don't come off, he looks a little bit fed up. It's like he's it's like he's trying really hard 
to um, convince Klopp that he's one of the first starting three. Um, and if I was one of those five boys or whatever it is in there, I wouldn't be too worried about that. Just play your game, be a bit more flowing and stuff like that. His game at times is a little bit um, a little bit disjointed. It's like he's trying too hard, you know. We had it before. We spoke about it maybe there back earlier in the season when Ox was playing and he was trying so hard to impress the gaffer that it was just it was just disjointed and not coming off and it looked unnatural. And I think with Jota as well, there's a little bit of that going at the moment. He's trying to convince the gaffer that he's he's one of the three, where in reality they're all one of the five. Um, and I think um, he just needs to relax a little bit more in his game. Don't get caught up in the the petulance and the, the nasty side of the game. We like him to be a little bit nasty in terms of getting stuck in there and stuff like that and sticking it to the opposition. But um, in a more controlled manner that allows him that freedom to score his goals. But I give him an eight today. He put in a real good shift. But at times he just gets distracted by um, that side of what's going on around him. You know what I mean? It's like he's going out on the pitch. He's looking for a rail. You know, that kind of way. Sadio Mane, I give it a seven today, plenty of energy today, should have bagged a few goals, um, but just didn't click for him today at St. James's Park. And on another day, he could have had a hat-trick. Um, I was really fed up when he missed that one, the, the run from Joe Gomez, because that would have been an exceptional um, goal. And certainly Gomez would have got all the plaudits as well, because the run that he made was brilliant to set him up. And it just looked... I don't know how Mane missed it because it was just so natural the way he ran onto it to finish it as well. And it just it just whisked by the right post. So he was really unlucky. Um, but yeah, gave him a seven today. He put in a shift, puts himself about. Um, probably needless, I'd say, on the booking. Um, doesn't really need to be doing that. I know some people will say, well, if the ball is there to be won. Um, but he looked, you know, just like it's, it's a needless booking that doesn't need to be picked up. Um, you don't need to really be going there, you know. Um, so yeah, Mo came on. Um, Mo came on as a sub. Um, gave Mo a six today. I just think he's a little bit again, raises the tempo every single time. Ball of absolute energy when he comes on. Um, and certainly if you're a player on the pitch and you see Mo Salah coming on, you're thinking, Oh my god, here we go. Um but yeah, had a couple of had a couple of chances, but I think Mo needs a run of one or two goals. And if he gets one or two goals, he'll be off and kicking again. But um no no lack of effort, no lack of energy, um, no lack of movement, but just the final product at the moment just isn't there. Um Fabinho came on, it's hard to really give him a give him a rating, isn't it? Because like barely had time to settle into the game, you know. Um Unlucky with the free kick, but good to step up and take it. Um, Thiago also came on. Um, no point in really dropping the rating. Um, didn't really do a whole lot of note, really. Just went in there and just shouldered it up a little bit. But um, I thought with Thiago coming on, he came on for Milner. I thought with him coming on, he might have maybe caught hold of the ball in midfield and maybe controlled the game a little bit better. Um, but again, it's hard again. Changed lineup. A lot of pressure on the game, 1-0. Um, just came in and, you know, didn't do anything major of note. Well, this has been your match reaction and player ratings. Newcastle nil, Liverpool won. The Reds go top of the league. Over to Man City now. Can Leeds do us a favour? 
Could we be on top of the league at half seven this evening? We will wait and see. Until next time, on Twitter, at Session Shankly, if you want to contact the show, the Upper Tier Podcast at gmail.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music for audio versions of the show. And we're on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. If you're looking for us, it's the Upper Tier Podcast. Obviously, if you're enjoying the shows, let us know. Let us know what you thought of the game and the player ratings. And also, let us know what you think. Are we going to pull off this title? Are we going to win this quadruple? Let's see what happens. But the story continues until Tuesday. We will be back with a preview for the Villarreal game. And of course, we'll be back with match reaction and player ratings right after the game. Till next time, Reds. A pleasure.